0: Bonfires burning bright Pumpkin faces in the night I remember Halloween Dead cats hanging from poles, Little dead around in droves
1: I remember Halloween
0: Where Skeletal Life is Known I remember Halloween This day anything goes Burning bodies hanging from poles
2: I remember Halloween
0: I'm Neil, Mm -hmm. and I am John.
3: And I guess that would make me Troy.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We're here a special Tuesday edition. We're here to talk about one of the biggest horror movies out for a long time. We were going to talk about two, but unfortunately, one of those we're not able to see because it's not playing anywhere near us. Yeah, but. From what, I was quick from what I've heard is a uh, hatchet, you know Adam Green's hatchet. It, it's done really well in the um, in like the markets it's played, and if it does again, if it does well again the second week, that most likely it's going to get a wider release.
1: So um, you know, hopefully I it does. It. Yeah, I hope it does get a wider re- release because I was definitely looking forward to seeing the flick, and uh, it's not playing anywhere around me. I understand that. Uh, one of our board members Ryron, and he's in the uh New York area and it's not actually mm-hmm. playing around him so it's not playing in the New York area it must be like LA and places yeah, that, around yeah, there yeah. Well it's know.
0: probably playing in New York but it's you know it's probably not in an area yeah. close to him
1: Yeah I'm not sure where he's located at but maybe he can fill us in if he calls in later tonight but uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but we definitely would still look forward to seeing that film. Uh, I'm sure it'll be out on DVD everywhere, so. When it comes out on DVD, then maybe we can go over a review on it.
0: Yeah, definitely. But, uh, we will talk about Halloween tonight, Rob Zombie's Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween 2007, the Halloween, the reimagining, reimagining, whatever you want to call it. But we'll talk about that tonight, because, um, it was it was kind of surprising. I saw it on TV, and I I thought they were wrong when I first saw it. That they expected the movie to do like not very well, like make like fifteen or sixty million the first uh week.
1: Mm-hmm. But um
0: it, it like doubled that. It made over thirty million, I believe. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh I think people kinda underestimated the not necessarily the fans, but the people who were making it, I think they kinda underestimated it going into it. But yeah, I mean I think a lot of people got hyped up for a uh, Halloween done by Rob Zombie, and they knew it wouldn't it would be something something new, which it was, and uh, they wanted to check it out. I know, <laughs> they, and they probably didn't want to see Buster Robbins. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, it does get my nerves.
0: I was watching; it was on like uh, some kind of news show, and the guy was just—I don't think he really even knew what he's talking about because he was basically saying it was just like the next in the long line of. Uh, Halloween and uh, the Halloween franchise. He basically just thought it was like Halloween Part Eight or whatever, like it was a sequel.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's incorrect, sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's man, man's on TV making money, exactly, and we're making absolutely nothing. But um, I don't know. In the way that maybe I'll get into it later on, but in the way that they uh, ended this one, not to give anything away. We're not going to do that until later on in the show. Right. And we're, the first we'll we'll half, let we'll, you know when to tune out if you don't want okay. anything to be given away.
0: Right. We'll just go over what we thought of the movie to begin with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then at the end, we'll go more in-depth, give away some spoilers. So, you know, if, you, if you've if you seen the movie, you want to call in and participate or, you know, listen and uh, hear what we, what we thought of the movie. Uh, we'll do it at the beginning. And if... Um, you know, if you've hmm. seen the movie and you know what's happened, then at the end you can call in and participate. Or if you if you haven't yet and you don't want to hear that part, then uh,
1: you know, once we get into
0: that, then you can uh,
1: stop listening. I believe uh, Dimension Films has already stated that they don't plan on doing a sequel like uh, the uh, Leatherface films that was out earlier, the remake and then the beginning. Right. But, um, It'll be hard to do a beginning. Unless they just do them as a a baby. (laughs) Kind of did that already, didn't they? But uh, um, I don't know. The way they ended this one, it also kind of seemed like they set up for no sequel as well. But we'll probably get into that later on. But I'm kind of disappointed in that because Halloween it has been a franchise for several years now. And uh, I'm kind of disappointed that they're trying to end it. But maybe they could pick up the uh, old... uh, series that they had going along, but I kind of doubt they'll do that. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: with, with like the success of
0: this movie, um, I think most people are probably going to, you know, the studio is probably going to want like a remake.
1: Yeah. yeah, They've already said that they don't want to do it, but, you know, money talks, bullshit walks. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I, well, like I said, I don't want to get into it. We'll get into later, but I don't see how you can really re- make a remake. Want to just start off what everybody thought of the movie?
1: Sure, that sounds good. I'll I'll kick things off. I um overall I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fine film on its own. As a c comparing it to the original, there's really no comparison. I I kinda feel like, um you know, if you if, if I'm gonna put like a star rating on the uh on on both of the films, I'd say I'd put a three and a half star rating on the first one. And uh this one I'd probably do about
3: Two and a half. Is that uh, too harsh?
1: No. No, well,
0: it's
3: your opinion. you got to go by what yeah. you think. <laughs> but, as long as it's not
1: out of,
3: like, ten stars or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, four, five, five being, you know... Oh, okay. And I'm kind of under the impression that, like, five is just... You can't ever give any film that because it's right, just, yeah. like... Unless it's Friday the 13th, part three. Yeah, exactly. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to be, like, you know, just in total... Enjoyment the entire length of the film to be like giving it a five and like like you would murder people to see this movie. But oh man! <laughs> but I don't think you can really give like that solid of a score. But like probably four would be my highest. But I don't know. I kind of I think I keep it in three and a half because. But I really enjoyed the first one. There, there's no comparison to Dee Cundy's lighting on it and the story overall where. It just flowed really well, which I think on the remake they kind of made a few little mistakes on the flow of the story. I thought it was fast paced, and a lot of the scenes it was more. And I think they had to do it that way though, because they kind of had two stories within this film. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, in a way, it's it was the Full Metal Jacket of uh yeah, of exactly, stories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like they took the first one and uh, Rob made his own movie for the very first part of it, which was probably the most interesting parts of the film. And then the second half, it seemed like Rob, like in a way, he was just going through the motions and just trying to get it done. You know, like he didn't really want to do that part of it, but he was willing to work with it, you know? hmm I actually totally
0: agree with that, but uh, I'll go next year, then then Troy can finish what's up here. Um... I actually really enjoyed the movie. I don't know if you – I can – it's always hard for me to say a movie is better than the original one. And I don't know if it was better than the original one because I, I really like the original Halloween. But I, I did think that – I did really enjoy this movie pretty much from the beginning to end. I do agree that uh, I think the first half is, is there's more creativity in it. And I think the first half is probably, is probably better. There's more new stuff in it. The second half of the movie is kind of more of a – you know, the – Slasher film and kind mm-hmm. of sticks to the um to the original Halloween. I mean, so the ending's different, and everything, but it's basically kind of straightforward. After you see him as as a kid, but as far as remakes go, I, I thought it was really good, and i You know, I thought it was good that he took something that's so that's so well known, it's like an iconic uh, horror movie, and you know he he made it different he added but not making it totally different like making different characters or something he you know he took the basic story and he uh you know he added in a lot of stuff that you don't see in in the first movie mm-hmm. you know the, the whole from when michael myers kills his uh family or his uh sister in the original one
1: you yes. know
0: up until he's uh he breaks out of prison or not prison but breaks out of uh, the, the asylum the asylum yeah um i would probably put it right actually if uh, maybe a little bit lower than the original because uh, it's hard, like I said, it's hard to say uh, remakes better than the original, but if we were doing the star, star system like you said, I'd probably say uh, Halloween's probably three and a half too. And I I, might, I think I'd give this one three and a half as well.
2: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. okay.
1: I probably enjoyed it as much as the first one. I won't um, say it's better, but I personally enjoyed it. Well, uh, some of my problems with it, and I think it's Probably just myself. I think a lot of people, you know, they expect a Rob Zombie type of film, and that's what you kind of got in a lot of the scenes. Maybe I can kind of get into that a little bit more later on. Some of the dialogue was very reminiscent of some of his other films. I actually but, thought it was a
0: lot different than his, uh, especially the first the, his first movie. I don't think it's really anything like that. Uh, no, but no, no. Maybe a little bit more like uh, Devil's Rejects. I, Actually one scene I did think was a lot like uh, Rob Zombie kind of trademark was I believe it was um it was early in the film and they kind of went to still shot which he which he did when, when with the family when they're uh, when they're running away and uh I think when they're getting killed too you kind of get to see the still shots like right at the end of the movie.
1: <laughs> the Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah. Just like a lot of the uh, dialogue that goes back and forth. And sometimes I kind of feel that's a little, a little, uh, self, uh, what do you call it? Self, um self, uh, self, in, 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 cons- indulgent. Uh, indulgent. That's the word. Oh, <laughs> hey. man, Troy. But at the so same much.
0: time, I think, you know, everyone has their own style.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably fall upon that mistake too. But if I was making a film, but. Uh, I, it kind of makes me feel like in ways he's trying to be like a Quentin Tarantino, like he tries to have like dialogue scenes like Quentin Tarantino in a lot of ways Hmm. Actually at the
0: theater I was at there was, a, there was a guy next to us, there was only five people in the theater, but we, we saw it earlier in the day, and uh, he was really laughing loud during all the dialogue parts. He
3: spooked me out a little bit that guy.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> and at the end of the movie he was sleeping, so yeah. I don't
0: know what, But uh, what did you think of the movie, Troy?
3: Well, if if we're going with the star system, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my stars a little bit different than you guys. I'm I'm doing like as far as horror movies, like my five star movies would be like Psycho, mm-hmm. and um like Night and Dawn of the Dead, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Um. So I, I would give the original Halloween because I love the original Halloween, like four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love that movie. This movie I would give four. Between four and four and a half, like four and a quarter stars. I just really liked like the spin that they put on it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
3: the whole thing and and you hear a lot about like, you know, everybody loves this stuff when when Michael's a kid, and I did too. I, I thought that stuff was fabulous. And I also liked the, the stuff with um where you saw like Doctor Loomis back in the day. Yeah. You know, nobody's really talked much about that anywhere. And, like, his interaction with, with Michael and stuff, I just think is awesome.
0: Yeah, and no, I was glad, you know, they picked a great actor, obviously, to play uh, oh, Dr. Yeah. Loomis, which you needed to. You couldn't just put anybody in that role. It had to be someone with, uh, you know, because in the original film, mm-hmm. he's basically the only known actor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And uh, so you really need, like, a a fairly uh, well-known guy. And I mean, not necessarily well-known, but, like, a, a really good actor to,
1: to play the role. Yeah, as much as I love Malcolm McDowell, I think, uh, at times, it was a little overbearing, and I don't know why, but, like, for some reason, this is going to seem strange to you but I couldn't help but to think of uh, Bob Odenkirk in the Ronnie Dobbs. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yes, the uh, fa- it seemed like he had a fake accent, and he was just, like, way too much sometimes. It was just like... Uh, I don't know, but I think his performance was pretty, pretty good overall. Though I think it was, <clears throat> I enjoyed it, but I don't know. Some of it, it was kind of hard material to work with. But y'all are brutalizing me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am the camera. The camera, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: and I don't I, know why, but they just keep popping
3: I, in my head,
1: and <laughs> I see Bob Odenkirk running after Ronnie. And like well, I Michael Myers, was,
3: I'd take that as, as like a compliment. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, I, yeah. I
0: That just popped up a whole new movie like like uh, Mr. <laughs> no Spin on on the Halloween. Uh, that's a movie I'd go see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know why it kept popping into my head like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'll say Tyler Maine actually did a really good job too, is playing Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, both Michael Myers. I thought the kid was great.
3: Yeah, he was fabulous. I thought he was the best part of the movie. I really did.
0: Yeah, I thought he was a really creepy kid. Mm-hmm. Uh some people had problems, you know, that Michael Myers talks in it, but I mean, the, the you know, the point of the movie is he's a kid and he kills people. If, if he wasn't talking at all, it would, you know, you would know that there was uh, something wrong with this
1: kid anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he was just I, a, a mute from day one, you know.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. That that well, like- uh, even though I really like the beginning and everything, I will say in a way um, you know, cause the first one's basically is like, uh, as far as you know, it's just a normal family in this movie, you know, the families, uh, you know, they're arguing and the kid gets picked on in a way. I kind of think if he was just a normal kid and had a, had like a suburb, suburban family and then he just did all this in a way, it'd be kind of spookier, maybe more like the original one. Yeah, this one. That. Yeah. This one, I mean, he's picked on and he's kind of a, uh, an outcast anyway, but, uh, I think that's probably what he's going for.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, and I like the fact that um, I, I think that, like, most of the movie is a good, like, throwback slasher movie. And I, I really enjoyed that about it. If I had one complaint with the movie overall, I, I wish it would have been longer. I would have liked to have seen a little bit, like, more of the early stuff and then more of the later stuff. That I think that would be my only beef with the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I could have went for, like, two and a half hours for that. I would have been fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, someone here in our chat room actually brings up that they thought that the um, this version of Halloween was a better horror environment, that it had uh, more blood than the original. And I don't think you really need blood to be like a good horror movie because people really think of the original Halloween as a slasher film, mm-hmm. and there's really, barely, maybe like one scene with blood in. It's more that you know you, you kind of have to use your imagination what he's done, or you see what he's done, but you don't actually see him doing it. And um, I don't think you could really get away with that today. I think you do have to have... Some, some blood in it,
3: probably to oh, be like a big movie. Off, yeah. yeah,
0: and I mean, I'll, I'll, there was some bloody scenes and everything, but I don't think it was like over the top or anything.
3: Oh, there's some great death scenes, though. I thought, I thought, oh yeah. the death scenes were really, really
0: cool. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't think it was really like just over the top, just like they just, just like a big gore fest, just you know, yeah. for no particular reason.
1: Well, I have to say, I think if you go back to like slasher films and everything, and probably the one that really got the ball rolling for all of them was uh, Psycho. In a way, and uh, there's not much blood in that film at all. There's just, you mm-hmm. uh, know, just the shower scene, really.
3: Yeah, and then the, the the private eye, you know, when he's falling down the stairs. Yeah. It's yeah. like in the face, but I mean, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. about
0: it. Right, or even a little bit in the shower scene, but it's really not that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: something Harry here in our chat room, he also agrees with us that you really don't need, uh, you know, he even brought up Psycho. Yeah. That, you know, you don't need a lot of blood in a movie. Oh, man, he was
1: reading my mind, wasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good boy there, good boy.
3: Right. You know, I've never seen John and something Harry together. (laughs) That's true. That's
0: true. Something Harry does also. He says he thought that this new one actually gave a little more depth to the character.
3: Mm -hmm. I can see that.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um. Well, I guess we're going to go to break here, and then we'll get more into the movie. Maybe we'll talk about some mm-hmm. certain
1: scenes and everything. Yeah, so, we- so that's probably like all the people who don't want the movie spoiled is going to get. If you don't want the movie spoiled, you shouldn't, like, come back after the break, because you're <laughs> right. probably going to uh, spoil the crap out of a lot of stuff. And quite frankly, I find that very annoying when I, somebody just starts talking to me about a movie. And like ruins parts of it before you've even seen it, so I'm not gonna do that to you. We're warning you right now so if you if if you don't wanna hear some spoil spoiled parts of the storyline, don't tune back and isn't it isn't as strange for an audio show to be telling you <laughs> just turn it off.
3: go away, get the hell out of here we're warning you,
1: but we're doing it for your sakes,
0: right. We don't want you to grow up to be Michael Myers. Exactly. Come after sure. us.
1: All righty, we'll get back. We'll come back here in just a little bit. Talk a little bit more about it, and uh, we got some a track from uh, from uh, Coven. Uh, for <laughs> for you. Yeah,
3: check out Covenigma.com dot mm-hmm.
1: All righty, we'll be right back.
3: All right, you all go to withoutyourhead.com I'll come over there and put my boot up in your ass. We will drag you up from the depth of your despair, and raise you to the level of enlightenment, we'll strip away that dark, destructive excrement which you call life, and we'll take it and destroy it, and then we'll breathe new life into you, green skies and blue grass.
1: Once again, mm-hmm. once again, I'd like to tell everybody you're about to have a movie spoiled. <laughs> right. So if you don't want to hear it, you best uh,
0: you best right. turn off. It's I just mean, gonna be
1: Halloween, though. Yeah. We're
0: not gonna tell you the ending of Six Sense.
1: No. Uh, Lady in the Water. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're, we're warning you. We mean it.
3: We're going to. With the crying
1: it. game.
0: You know, we're not gonna tell mm-hmm. you if the guys get that. You know, that tricks a dude.
3: Hey, 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 hey. Hey, you ruined that
1: movie for people who haven't seen it. Oh, Oh,
3: man. I won't be running that one now.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Netflix. There was a film that they had a joke about that, like, and they started playing the song, The Crying Game, and I I never saw that movie when I was a kid, so I never got that joke. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I forget what movie it was. I think it was, like, uh, it was that one that did, like, a spoof of Basic Instinct, and that's
0: a problem with some movies, they get too,
1: like, try to be too cute, and, like, they'll
0: have, like, very, ins- or jokes that you have to have seen another movie, reference another movie, or whatever, and, uh, you know, not everyone's seen every movie out there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I have believe the movie...
3: The family guy?
1: <laughs> no, 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 it was, oh. um, it was kind of like, uh, Hot Shots, but it was, like, another oh, okay. movie. Oh, okay. It was, like, Fatal Instinct, maybe?
3: I don't know. They Maybe. make so many of those now. Who knows?
0: I think they're making a new scary movie. Oh, really?
3: Yeah.
1: I didn't see the last one.
3: <laughs> Me either. I saw the first
1: one. I, I don't know. I kind of found the first one alright, but, you know, yeah. what I'd say. Well, will make five more of them. Anyhow. <laughs> alright, let's get to spoiling a movie here.
0: All right. I just want to bring up quick that uh Game Jones here in the chat room. He just said that uh, Sherry Moon did a good job and I, I really thought she did too. I thought it was probably her best like uh acting because mm-hmm. I I like her and the in the as baby and um you know Devil's Rejects and whatnot. But um you know, if you if you're only really known for one role you can't really yeah. tell someone's a good act an actor or actress and uh I thought she did a really good job in, this, like in this pretty straight.
1: In this role she showed a lot more emotion in a lot of her uh you know, in a lot of in a lot of different scenes in pretty in a pretty short time. So, oh yeah, I think it definitely added some more credits onto her uh, uh, acting. Yeah, she was probably
3: the most realistic character I think in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: she wasn't like a caricature. She was, uh, you know, a realistic character. Yeah. So was it wasn't the kid. I, I thought him as a kid. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah, the
3: kid was great. I yeah. can't say enough about the kid. He was just like my favorite part.
1: Now, when I said before some of the things that I kind of found annoying and I won't quite give away was basically one of the scenes at the beginning was how, like, dysfunctional the family is. And the father, who was, like, wheelchair-bound, and I thought he was just way too over the top. He was just, like, you know, I mean, like, ah, clean it. (laughs) When he takes the stuff and, like, dumps it off the table, and then he's like, now clean it up. And it's just like... Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen anybody outside of uh, a hobo who's actually done that. <laughs> but, like, I've never, like, walked upstairs and just slung stuff off my table and be like, now clean it up, or anything like that, or, uh, I don't know. I thought that was kind of fairly annoying, and, like, he was just too much of an asshole. And the kids who were uh, teasing Michael Myers in the school, I thought they were also just a little bit mm-hmm. too much. Yeah, that's why I kind of hinted at to begin with. I, I mean, I
0: really enjoyed the little movie. I, I, I see that they're trying to make it out that, you know, Skid was picked on these teased and outcast, and that's why he did this stuff. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I kind of think if he wasn't teased and he did just have a normal family life and there wasn't, like, something that pushed him into killing all these people, in a way that, to me, that's spookier. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah I agree in, with
1: that. Instead
0: of, like, saying, you know, he was a troubled kid, you know, and uh, you know all these things as a kid makes you a killer. And if there was no reason, um, then he, they kind of lost a part of the original one where they, where he says, you know, he's got he's got black eyes, and it's like the eyes of the devil. In this one, it was he, uh, you know, he had the eyes of a of a psychopath.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that scene I also didn't like too much, but I think it was done to be like that, causing the scene afterwards. You know, Malcolm McDowell, Sam Loomis he kind of, like, hinted upon how he thought he was putting people to sleep with the
3: speech. <laughs> so mm. I
1: thought that was kind of funny. Right. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, like,
3: I, I, can, I can see your point. Like, I, I, I thought maybe the dad was a little over the top. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked the kids teasing him, though, in the bathroom. I thought that was a pretty good scene.
0: I thought, that, I thought yeah. it was a good scene. I just uh, To me, I think maybe in a way it would be better if they didn't have that. But um, I really like, I, I think it worked in the movie because that was yeah, the story okay. he was trying to tell.
1: Well, I yep. just don't foresee like a kid like cutting out somebody's mom, like even if she was a stripper. I just don't know if a kid can be that mean, but we know. Oh, <laughs> we did, did you, did you,
3: go, did you go to public school?
1: <laughs> yes, I actually did. Kids they, are pretty mean.
3: <laughs> they still are. They don't change.
1: <laughs> but may, uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe people were just scared of me because I was kind of freaky when I was going through school. <laughs> but uh, uh, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm mean, gonna be like, ah, oh, look at your mom. You think she'd give me I I don't know, like a hand job? Mm-hmm. So it's like, would they even like? Uh, yeah, I guess they would know at that age. But like, yeah, yeah that was like 13 or so. Yeah, I'd say. But mm-hmm. somewhere around that age. Yeah. How old? Never Do what? <laughs> Nothing. (laughs) About to make an inappropriate joke, were you? (laughs) No, no, not me. Never. Never. All right, I was just going to ask, one was how old were
0: you when you when you first heard those type those type of terminology? Oh god, the type of terms. It's hard
1: to say. I mean, I
3: was pretty young.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so I, mean I, I think you know, the older you get, you kind of forget more and think, right? Yeah, oh. That's
3: what happened. You know, yeah, you, you think everybody's pristine, yeah. and uh, yeah,
1: and then like whenever I was a kid, I was saying stuff and I didn't even know what
3: it meant. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I remember I had a good collection, like in kindergarten, like my grandfather who swore like a sailor Mm -hmm. like always around me you know and like you know i i i couldn't believe like the kids in kindergarten didn't know like all these like great dirty jokes and stuff
1: (laughs) i actually have a good story about a time that i said something i didn't even know what it meant but and i'll tell it right now um okay i was in the car with my all my brothers Uh, my oldest brother who's probably about he's probably about five years older than me and my other brother, who's like a year older than me. And I quoted a line from uh, from the Silence of the Lambs. It was what Mig said to uh, to the uh, Jodie Foster character when she was walking into the cell. And uh, if you don't know the line, the line was, I can smell your... and right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, I didn't know what I was saying, but I soon figured out that when you say that line, you start getting a vicious beating afterwards. <laughs> and you shouldn't ever say that again. So, mm-hmm. Who did you say this to? I just said it to, like, I think my brother was just being a prick to me, so I just figured I'd say something from the movie. <laughs> I do not even know it. what I meant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat your, like, liver with the... Some beans or something. Now, that probably would have been a better one. That probably would have just shocked him. Me.
0: Yeah, he probably would like, yeah, have never touched again after yeah, that.
3: Yeah, like, I'm
1: not Or he might just say, I saw Silence of the Lambs, too. Just shut up. <laughs> Bam, right in the face. <laughs> you don't scare me, Hannibal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, anyhow. So, what were we talking about? Oh, Halloween. Yeah. The kids.
3: The kids in the well, movie. Because you got to think, like, um, you know, e- even the kids, like, in Carrie and stuff, and that movie's back in the 70s. Oh, yeah.
2: You
3: know? I like, think kids are always really evil. mean.
0: Yeah. Kids are mean. I mean, well, nowadays yeah. kids uh,
1: shoot kids in school. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get meaner than that, does it? No.
3: <laughs> then then if you put pancake makeup on them, you can make, like, a Japanese horror movie.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: Yeah, we might have to use that someday. Well, I believe so. Creepy kid, watch out!
0: It's the creepy Ooh. kid. So we talked a lot about, um, you know, the beginning of the movie when he's the kid, and uh, I, I really, I really liked the um, you know, all the stuff in the asylum. How he he started, mm-hmm. he stopped talking. He started yeah. making the mask and wearing the mask all the time. That.
3: I love that. I when thought when it was started doing the masks. Yeah, so I like cool. the line,
1: uh, you know. You know, he didn't want to take it off because he, he,
0: cause he didn't want to show his ugliness. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I liked the parts where Malcolm McDowell actually, uh, uh, Dr. Sam Loomis' character, actually recorded Michael Myers when he was a child. I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: I actually would yeah, like to liked see a little more, seen, more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's definitely like the stuff I, I would have liked. You know, even if they would have made the movie, like, mm. probably, there's probably not a big audience for a three-hour horror movie, mm-hmm. but. I'd be one of them
1: anyway. Even how he explained to him, you know, that black really isn't a color, cuz black's mm-hmm. like total void of color after he said like black's my favorite color. Right. And you know, he was explaining that to him and then, you know, the light was uh, you know, white was like a mixture of all colors. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, and there, that kind of linked up with something else in the film later on, so I can't remember. Well, Loomis
3: wasn't exactly like the most sympathetic guy either, though. Like when mm-hmm. he was talking to him, when he'd say things like that.
0: Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think. A, I don't think you know a doctor probably is or
3: should. No, be. no. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe they should Which be, but good. I don't think they I are. Was, right. Know, I thought that was good.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think um, well how Malcolm McDowell was playing the role because I heard other interviews with him on uh, uh, Fangoria Radio, uh, and he was he's basically saying like. He didn't think he was a very good doctor because he would have helped him out in some sort, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, that that's the and he hadn't even watched like Donald Pleasence play uh, Doctor Sam Loomis.
3: Oh no kidding!
1: Yeah, wow. so he was going into it totally fresh with the uh, wow. but uh, I don't know. Hmm.
0: Yeah, another person, another character I really liked in the movie was the this uh, Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. who played who played you know his, like the guard and i i thought that was re- that was really good character in the in the movie you know someone that kind of befriends michael and then it, it shows that you know michael really is a, a psychopath he is a killer doesn't mm-hmm. have like remorse cuz you kind of think he is a, he's that's a guy he's not going to kill the guy yeah. that was good to him for like 15 years mm-hmm.
1: you know and, and, and he does it anyway and i think he probably had one of the most rememberable lines in the movie was when he said uh, you know it was the it was the dialogue about don't let these walls get to you you know I, yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. learn to live inside your head, yeah, and that was pretty much when he stopped talking, mhm, yeah, that kind of built up to that point, yeah, mhm,
3: well, that's weird, you know, I didn't even realize that until you just said that, mhm, that that was pretty much the point where he did stop talking, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because it was just a few scenes wow. afterwards when he was telling you know Dr. Loomis that he had to get out of there and then uh and mm-hmm. then it went into uh. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I have nothing else to say after the doctor uh, kind of bluntly told him he, was, that he wasn't going anywhere.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, something Harry in the chat room said, the line
0: that he liked was uh, when he asked him, um, how, when he asked his mom how things are, are at home.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the kid after he just killed his family, then he asked his mom how things are at home.
1: Yeah, I'm not you sure. Know, until
0: he blocked it all out. Or...
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess that's where they were going with that. So, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah then when, when Loomis told him, you know, well, Michael, you did terrible things. You're not going home, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Not a good bedside manner there with Dr. Loomis. No.
0: And then, um, you know, 15 years later, they go from, from that. And he Well, he kills, he kills the nurse there, and then, you know, things really go downhill from there. And, uh, you know, it goes 15 years later when he's grown up. And then you, you know, they go into his room, and you see it's just all lined with a uh, mask he's been making. I think that's a really powerful scene too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought that was a uh, kind of neat. You know, uh, I don't know. It's like would a mental law hospital know, let somebody who's uh had problems with the <laughs> with the mask and killing people yeah. and such would they like continue? continually like, make these like paper mache masks? yeah, but probably been so
3: docile for so long you
0: know, yeah, it keeps them from cutting be, himself yeah. or killing somebody or <laughs> keeps them busy. Just, just plus later. a guy's <laughs> set like eight feet tall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he gets
3: a seven foot leg. Like, that's yeah. one big dude. You gonna take I mean, that mask away dude. from him? Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, I, you know, when I first heard that he was playing the role, and I was like, I don't know if that's really gonna work, just like giant guy, because the first one he's basically just like a normal looking guy walking around. But I actually do think it worked. I think it added a lot, to, like a uh, terror to the movie. Just even, like, the scenes showing how big he was, I think they did a good job of getting that across. Like, this was a really big guy. Even his hands are, like, you know, they're gigantic.
1: I necessarily kind of like the uh, Nick Castle way of playing it, where he wasn't necessarily, like, this huge guy. I kind of don't, I kind of, that kind of gets on my nerves in a lot of, like, horror films. Uh, I mean, I guess it's definitely, like, uh, scarier to think, like, man, this guy's just, like, a freaking monster, and he's chasing me. You know, and, like, he's just huge. But, you know, Nick Castle, he just looked like your normal kind of slender guy.
3: And like, oh, and he was spooky. Oh, so. yeah.
1: Yeah, that walk was really spooky.
3: Mm-hmm. And they say they they
1: gave him, like, no direction on how to walk. But I don't know. He just must have a creepy walk. Ooh.
0: yeah, Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, in a way, it's like, you know, if a normal guy, normal kid that does terrible things is scarier because then you don't know. You know, if you're in a crowd of people, who's who's really a psychopath? Who's a killer? Um, you know, if you see a giant guy, you're probably gonna be scared of him anyway, even if he is a docile man. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I did think it was pretty cool though, and I like that he you never see his face actually as an adult. He's got the yeah. hair down over his face.
3: I, yeah, I thought big... that was a neat neat way to do it. Yeah, I was
1: actually about to say I wasn't big on the hair, but uh, oh really? No. I just don't know why everybody has to be a long hair in Rob Zombie's films. It's just like mm. every every villain's got to be
3: a long hair. But <laughs> well, with that one, I think it made sense though, so, because then you never really got like a good shot of his face, oh, you know, even yeah. when he didn't have the mask on.
1: You never know; he might like to be nicely trimmed. He thinks he he's so be ugly. He's like, well, maybe I'll fix myself up a bit.
3: Yeah, you know. Yeah. But,
1: you know. we have long hair as a
3: kid, so you got long hair as an <laughs> adult. A shirt, you know who you it? reminded me of Neil um was Brendan Whitfield as a kid <laughs> yes a, a
0: fine young upstanding uh kid that we grew up with Yeah, yeah. he was a uh, leader of the uh satanic cult supposedly uh, sacrificed cats excellent
3: well, that was all kind of a rumor yeah, and
0: I don't believe any that Brendan Whitfield was a good was a good dude. there was a bunch of rumors about him in this uh this uh, group he hung out with but there was even one Halloween that was kind of the end of trick or treating here in uh, the yeah sandwich. because of Brandon yeah yeah because they were all saying that they were gonna they were gonna kidnap and sacrifice a uh, virgin. Uh, I remember that fondly because I was just a little kid and people were like really scared about that. But, uh, yeah, but
3: see that wasn't a good rumor for them to start though because after that that's when like Brendan's family had to move out because they started to get like death threats and things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'd think (laughs) sacrifice
3: diversion
1: (laughs) would get you death threats, man. Right.
3: Well, you see, what would happen was uh, like he, a car would get, I mean, a cat would get hit by a car. And so then Brendan would think it was funny to like, you know, tell people, oh yeah, that was us, man. We took the cat, you know, we drank its blood and stuff, you know. And he just thought it was, you know, it was funny, which it was at the time. Mm -hmm. But he didn't think about like, you know, the long term on that one.
1: Uh, another, another scene, you know, that was, uh, it was pretty neat, but it almost seemed like they're just trying to bulk up the, uh, murder, uh, the murder account on it. it was when he was escaping from the hospital and he killed the three security guards. And one of the security guards was, uh, Tom Tolles. And, uh, mm-hmm. another one was, um, oh, uh, Bill Moseley. Mm-hmm. And who, oh, yeah, yeah. Does anybody know who the female was? I'm, I'm not sure.
0: I believe she was also someone too. Uh, I'm not sure off off the top of my head mm-hmm. though.
1: Yes, if if you know who that is, and you're thinking we're idiots right now, <laughs> well, make sure. your own radio show, why don't you? <laughs> no, Don't tell that. But uh, <laughs> no. no,
0: don't do that. Uh, but Tom Tolles will be Tom Tolls will be on uh, on the
1: show at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty neat cameos throughout the film. Yeah, did. Throughout the film, there were several cameos did you uh did you all think that detracted any from the film no i you know i i was uh think about this beforehand,
0: and I was thinking, is that good or bad, but I think it's going think it adds layers to the movie because mm. if you just go to that movie and you're not like really uh into horror movies you you might not know a lot of those people Oh, yeah, no. and they're still like good performers, so it doesn't take away anything It's like you know you just get some you know pretty good performance playing all these roles. If you're a real horror fan who, like, follow, follows, uh, you know, have seen a lot of these movies, because a lot of them are, like, kind of cult uh, favorites,
3: I think it adds something.
0: You're watching it. Oh, and you can pick out all out these out people.
3: Nice yeah, path. You see Udo I, Kier, you see, well, One of my favorite, like, funny scenes was, was when he got his jumpsuit. Oh, yes. Joe Grizzly. But that yes, was, that was just the balls. Uh, that was just so
1: awesome. <laughs> Ken Faris, he showed mm. up and uh, put on a terrific performance here. I think
0: I enjoyed it. That was it. just so cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that was awesome. That was that was good use of him too because you needed like a real big guy
2: mm-hmm. because
0: you know Michael Myers
1: is so big. Yeah, and Ken Faris a really big man. Yeah, I think Ken fit the bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved his hair. He had the mutton chops with like the uh, oh, mustache. That woman. rock.
2: Mm-hmm. And yep, then the yep.
1: then the big kind of fro thing, oh man! And I the name the name couldn't in. be any better. <laughs> oh oh no. no,
0: that's another thing I do like about Rob Zombie movies. So all all the characters like kind of have their own story. They're not just some random guy that you know. You know, this could just be some nameless dude. They all kind of have something going on about them. Kind of like he wrote a whole story about this guy, but he's only in it for for like a minute. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that because uh, yeah. you know. People do have, you know. There is this. People aren't just some nameless guy. Everyone has has their own life and has their own uh, quirks about them. Well,
1: what
3: What What has that guy been in before?
1: Ken Free, Dawn of the Dead*. *Dawn of the Dead*. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Texas, uh, Leatherface. *Texas Chainsaw Massacre* three. Oh. Because i had
3: seen him before, but I couldn't place anything with him. Okay. So
1: yeah. Yeah. That's him. When there's wow. no more room in hell. Mm-hmm. The dead shall walk to the earth. His <laughs> yes. granddad was a voodoo uh, high priest. <laughs> it's just All like the head. man the man's been everywhere in that film. He's just like my, his granddad was a voodoo high priest. His uh, his brother was a pro ball player and the other one he <laughs> was in jail. Do you think if, Do you think maybe he's just like told tall tales? He just made stuff up? I think he just said these crackers ain't gonna know nothing.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm it. gonna That's tell them so cool. exactly just that a bunch well, of lies. Yeah. Up the hill. We're all dying anyway. I mean, you know, we're all we're all being eaten by zombies in a mall here. Is nah. it really that? Is it really that like unbelievable that my uh, my cousin played for the Raiders or something? <laughs>
1: Don't ever point a gun On anyone, Mister. Scary, isn't it? <laughs> but then, uh, Joe Grizzly, what was your opinions on the Joe Grizzly character, Troy? We kind of interrupted you. I'm sorry.
3: Oh no no! I was just saying that was like one of the funniest and like just most memorable scenes, you mm-hmm. know, when he's in Pinching a loaf and then you know Michael shows up. It's just awesome.
1: <laughs> the line about uh, he had a uh, uh super burrito supreme or something chasing <laughs> him through him. He had to pass his beast and beast. I
3: thought that was, uh, pretty
1: classy, was a pretty classic. Hell of a line. He
3: toes sticking like you know under the uh, stall. <laughs>
1: And then you open up the stall, and it's a man with a mask, and I'm going to cut yeah. that mask off of you. hmm
0: Yeah, I kind of like, um, you know, you read before that they added a, bu- a bunch of death scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I'm not sure which ones they were, but uh, you know, a lot of them, I think, were like uh, some of the newer guys. Mm-hmm. Well, not the newer guys, but the guys are kind of big actors, and they put in. And, you know, I still don't know if they did that just because they, they thought the movie needed more death scenes or if they, they just hadn't filmed those scenes yet.
3: Yeah, movie would have been awfully short though if they hadn't added those to it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Another uh, cameo that I thought, but um, let me get back to the cameos for a second. And going into it, I thought that it would kind of detract me from like watching the film. Well, yeah, but I think the, all the performances were just so well played. I think I enjoyed everybody mm-hmm. throughout it. Now, I don't think it bothered me whatsoever. But I kind of like hinted on a previous ex- episode on the site here, that uh, I might, uh, that might kind of take away from the film, but I don't believe it did, I I enjoyed everything, Sid Haig's, Sid Haig's part was actually a highlight of mine, because I love that scene. Yeah, he's really good.
3: (laughs) I jumped up when when I saw Sid, I was all excited. Yeah, and he didn't play, he didn't play it over the top or anything, he didn't play
1: like some crazy guy, he was just, you know, he was that character. It was almost just like the one in the original scene, but. Just a little rewritten, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty great. Like I was waiting for uh, Malcolm McDowell to say, uh I forget the line here. Oh, I, I was waiting for him to ask uh, whose grave it was, but he already knew whose grave it was. <laughs> yeah, he just said, I think I know who it is because in it. the original, Donald Pleasance looks down and he says, he says whose grave was it? And he's like, let me see, let me see, <laughs> and this is like one, two, Ju- Judith Miles. But I really enjoyed that. I thought Sid Haig mm. was great in it, just and awesome. and the way he yeah. played it. He just he didn't he wasn't hugging up for the camera. He was just
3: oh, no, he was just playing no. the role. It mm-hmm. was just cool. He even had hair, you know. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never see Sid with hair, you know. No, it's bad yeah.
2: I thought he
0: was really good in that scene because, like I said, he didn't try to go be over, this over at the top mm-hmm. uh, wild man or try to steal like the movie or anything.
1: It was you know he just played the role. Dee Wallace playing uh, Laurie Strode's mother. That was kind of yep, interesting yep. to see. I thought, I, I don't know, like, whenever you see D. Wallace in a film, you're just pretty much like, oh, I know that lady. Lady from E.T. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Yep. laughs> yeah. They like sort of, trick-or-treating with, with E.T., you know? <laughs> exactly. Huh. One thing though, uh, the William Forsythe at the beginning of the film, I wanted to see him like passing out candy to the kids
2: <laughs> <laughs> while Michael
1: was going out trick or treating, and I thought that would be a good scene. But yeah, it that would have be. Been
2: awesome. I wonder You're who was passing. Yeah, I
1: wonder who was passing out the candy. <laughs> no one was passing the candy at the Myers house. His sister was no.
2: upstairs.
0: Issue banging. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so
0: I bet they got some. Uh, like, I bet they got their their
1: house egg. Probably, probably. I don't think they cared, though. So. Anyhow, uh-huh. you know, because they were, they were all dead. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you we were going to spoil it. <laughs> yep, true. You did true.
0: Yeah. You didn't listen to me, did you? Yeah, there was uh, Clint Howard. Clint mm-hmm. Howard had some, he, he couldn't
3: tell who he was right away. Oh, that was awesome, though. That that made me happy. I too.
1: don't know. I got a pretty keen eye. I can spot my Clint oh.
3: Howard. <laughs> oh, that's the
1: ice cream man. <laughs>
3: Well, you've had him over for, like, you know, for uh, for barbecue. Right.
0: Are you related to Clint Howard?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually not. I wish I was. I could be, you know. I mean, I just don't know. I could be related to him. Yeah,
0: I mean, I see the family resemblance.
1: You mm-hmm. might have some paychecks coming, man. Yeah, I could be. I, <laughs> these guys need to get in touch with me, you know. Well, like, yeah. Get to get
3: some, some of the Howard cash. Yeah, Ron will get you in all the movies and yeah. stuff, you know.
0: Yeah, you, got, you have to say Ron really took care of his brother.
2: Yeah, he was good. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was.
1: <laughs> but anyhow, uh, Uno, what's his name? Uno Kurz, or what? What? I can't for I can't remember this guy's name for the life of me. The strange. Uno Kier? Kier is that his name? Kier, yeah, I believe Kier. Yeah. Uh, he was the. I never
3: knew his name until Neil mentioned it at the theater. <laughs> I was like, whoa.
1: Yeah, he was the lead of the uh, hospital. Uh, he was in the film. I thought he was. I don't know. He was kind of strange in it. He's like this. Well, I think, he, I think he is a strange guy. <laughs> oh, for if sure. He has
3: an odd accent and stuff. I don't know where he's even from. I think he's like
1: German or something. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, he's from Germany, I believe. <laughs> is he? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was kind of distracting because it's like, why would he? Uh, but who knows? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh who was another cameo we had?
3: Uh,
0: he's, was, he's from the all the old uh, Andy Warhol that you know people that know Andy Warhol's Frankenstein stuff. Mhm.
3: Excellent, excellent. Do you ever in a Herzog movie?
0: Hmm, I wonder, I'm not sure.
3: Probably, oh, probably could have been. Yeah, he's in
0: um, you know, my private Idaho. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Cigarette Burns, John Carpenter, I yeah, yeah, Cigarette Mass- Burns. Yeah, Mass- Mass- the the one. Yeah. yeah. Which, which I'm a big fan of, and I know John here isn't.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: you're outing me on the
0: cigarette burn.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, maybe we'll get... Maybe, oh, we'll that's get, right.
0: Uh, something Harry brings up. Mickey Dolenz was in the movie. Oh, that's right. That's right. From the Monkees.
1: Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
3: <laughs> I pointed that one out to Neil. That yeah, I didn't know that one. Where that pointed out to Neil. Where was he? Which one was he? Oh, I don't even remember the scene now. Mm-hmm. I think they were in. Were they in a shop or something? Were they buying something? I think it was the girls. The girls. Uh-huh. I think were buying something or in a store. I'm
1: not oh, sure. What whoa, he whoa, 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 whoa! Sam Loomis was buying a gun, wasn't he?
3: That's what. Yep, yeah, he was a gun sale. The 357. Yep, that's exactly. It. If you want to, yep.
1: if you, if you just want to, I forget what the line was, but it's like if you just want to piss them off. <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah, he's like, but if that you want to knock Dolan. them. Out. Three fifty seven Magnum.
0: I can never figure out what time what time this movie is supposed to be taking place. So, well, people had cell phones, so I think it's supposed to be current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cell phones current seem current, but some of the people the way they they like dress and stuff seem oh. more as like
1: eighties. Uh, but you know,
3: and, and a lot of the music. I don't know. Some I think was it was like, like late eighties, early nineties.
1: That's uh, what I thought. Yeah, because I mean, the girl uh, Lori Strode was actually wearing one of those uh, total skull uh, hoodies, I believe. Or, yeah, uh, she yeah. was, and uh, I think uh, I think that's more of a current thing. So.
0: Yeah, well, I think that was just thrown in there so people go to a totalskull dot com and buy cemetery moon some mm-hmm.
3: some of the excellent merchandise at totalskulls because well, Michael was doing his thing, that had to be the seventies, you know, yeah, the or the early eighties.
2: On... Do you, if you mm-hmm.
1: go by the music? I think it was pretty early eighties, wasn't it?
3: No, because you had Frampton and stuff. Yeah, so, and so
1: then, then you had probably seventy seven. Gods of Thunder by uh, uh by Kiss. Yeah. The Kiss Demon used to come out to it.
0: Something Harry's know. telling us here that it was from '78 to '95. Oh really? Mm-hmm.
3: That sounds about right then.
0: Yeah. Hmm. He, he's a the man on top of things. He he has this whole um he's got a big group over on on the MySpace the so okay. kind of the countdown to
3: uh Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's the man in the know.
1: Alrighty, but, uh, I don't know. Um, another thing that kind of bothered me about the film, that they actually cr- uh, tied in the uh, parts about, uh, about, uh, Lori Strode being Michael Myers' sister. That's pretty mm-hmm. much the whole overtouch of the thing. If they were, like, totally remaking the first one, though, they wouldn't even touch upon that, because in the first Halloween film, they actually didn't add any of that stuff. That, that, that wasn't even existent in the first one. Right. And, and the second one is when they actually set all that stuff up, was the uh, Lori Stroke character being uh, Michael Myers' sister. And, right. Uh, I don't know. That was kind of strange that they. Uh, I, I mean, I guess that's where they'd have to go to have like kind of a good quality story. But I've never really yeah, kind of liked
3: it all together.
1: Yeah, I've never really liked that. I always liked uh, uh, just how he was just a crazy guy just going out. But
0: well, well, why was
1: this. he connected to her though? because he did follow her around and stuff in the original movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did kind of like chase her around, but he could just be like some creepy guy who's in the neighborhood. Right. <laughs> he probably was chasing other people around too. He was chasing Annie around cuz Annie saw him and like he was in the he was in a window when Annie was in the uh, kitchen and and uh, he was uh looking through whenever she was doing laundry. He, he was just out for some killing, I think.
3: Oh there was some killing to be done. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. There sure was. I
0: I well, let's talk about the gore factor. I mean, uh John he's not the big gore hound. I and uh, the original film isn't there isn't a lot of blood in the original film. Do you think it was over the top or not? me personally I don't think it was and I kind of think nowadays you do have to have a certain amount of gore in a movie. You don't have to, but I think uh, a lot of the that audience that they're going for is is uh, going to expect uh, a certain amount of gore in the movie. I,
1: I don't necessarily believe so. I don't think you have to have gore. Was there too much gore in this film? I would say no. I think, uh, I think it was all pretty uh, well done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one gratuitous kind of scene I saw is uh, when Danielle Harris from the previous films on Halloween 4 and Halloween 5... When she was, you know, topless and then she had blood covered all over her body and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a little too much, but I don't know. And one of the scenes, though, during that that place, it reminded me of a scene from uh, Halloween 5. It looked exactly the same. It was like, I think she was screaming at the Lord, and I think it just reminded me of a scene in Halloween 5. But Mm -hmm. as far as the blood, I thought that was the one place it was a little overdone, but... It wasn't too bad. Yeah. I don't and, think the blood was overdone, but it did seem to me they were trying to go out of their way to make sure you, you saw her boobs. Yeah. That was, that was unfortunate too, because I don't know. I think in a way they kind of just did that just because they knew a lot of her fans from Halloween four and five. They, I don't know. They'd really hook it up that she, you know, got <laughs> got naked in this new one. And I well, thought that was a little, that was kind of uncalled for. I don't think she, uh, she had to do that, but
3: uh. That was for Santo.
1: Was that for Santo? Uh,
3: that was, okay. that was. <laughs>
1: oh. Gracias. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It was,
0: yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought all the blood, like you said, I don't think it was like over the top, like just like it was mm-hmm. just like blo- this blood pouring out, like you know, every scene or whatnot. No. But you know, the killing was brutal, which. You know, it should be. I mean, you know, someone killed somebody shouldn't be, uh... Shouldn't it shouldn't be, like, a good thing.
1: Pretty grisly at the beginning, and it wasn't even that harsh of, like, a, uh... Like, gore-wise, really, was when right, he was when killing he was, like, the beating kid. Yeah,
3: yeah, he was just beating. Oh, yeah. And with the bat, too. yeah, you know, with mm-hmm. the aluminum bat, mm-hmm. that, was, that was wicked.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh... And then his sister, that was kind of, that was a, there was a little bit of blood in that scene. Then mm-hmm. the other, like, I don't know, like, the really, like, gore, like, open slash wound stuff's coming out. You know, that was only done with, like, his dad, I believe, so. Right, yeah, yeah you know, when he cut us through, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a
0: lot of blood, you know, during the escape scene. Oh, yeah. But he yeah. was killing a bunch of people, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, there there I think that really, yeah, body, I think they really,
3: the, body
0: yeah, I think they really had to get over, you know, the, this guy, this wasn't a guy to mess with. Yeah.
3: No, so, well, that's 15 years of, like, you know, pent up frustration coming out.
0: Right. <laughs> Release. Okay. <laughs> so one uh, thing,
3: though, I, do, I don't want to see, though, I, I don't want to see Malcolm McDowell, like, redoing every... Um, um, Donald Pleasance movie? Donald Pleasance, like, <laughs> character, you know, I don't don't want to see him as the Prez, you know, in Escape from New York. Mm. I don't want him, you know. Yeah. I think, don't want him going, you're the Duke, you're a number one. I was just you know, saying, do you think they'll
0: remake that? But really, Escape from L.A. is just the total remake of Escape from New York. God, I hate it's basically every scene.
1: <laughs> it's in a football. way, yeah. In a way, it's kind of a, a remake. But
0: They <laughs> had, they didn't have no Oxmaker, so. No, no Damn no. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really disappointing
3: movie, I have to say, Escape from L.A.,
1: I didn't hate it. I thought it was all right. No, who am I to say?
3: You know what I never saw? I never saw the remake of, um, speaking of Carpenter Flicks, um, uh, Assault on Precinct uh, 13.
1: The
0: remake? Yeah. Oh, no, it it's, a, it's,
1: either. it's terrible.
3: Oh, is it, is it
1: bad? <laughs> it's it's really terrible. Get out the pen. Get out the list. Scratch it off.
0: Uh, Ryron here in our chat room is saying that they are currently remaking Escape from New York. Oh, man. Hmm. Do figure, don't do it, <laughs> just stop now, please you know i I- I', saw, I something about the remakes because I can see people's points, but at the same time, it kind of makes me mad when they kind of say like if you go see this movie, you're just uh you know you're supporting remakes, and mm-hmm. there's gonna be you know they'll keep making them but I think a movie should be based off its own merits it should be based off if it's a good you know mm. you should judge it if it's a good movie it doesn't yeah. if it's a remake it's a remake i mean there's been John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake and it's a great movie um mm-hmm. Cape Mayfair Fear is Mayfair. a great movie a great movie i'm sure there's been there's been remakes that are terrible but they're terrible movies i you yeah. know i, I don't like, think you should do that i mean if it's what whatever's popular they're gonna do if a horror movie's oh. popular, they're gonna make more horror movies. You don't say, well, if you go see this, you're you know you're just gonna make them make more horror
1: movies i mean it's that's not a bad thing, I think we've even been pretty critical on a lot of the remakes, but we oh have definitely it. i and but on the other hand, they're not done by
3: uh, Rob Zombie. so yeah, and most of them are pretty <laughs> crappy, they yeah. have like gone off on
1: it's just like they're just. I mean, come on! They remade Black Christmas, and it has like, all <laughs> yeah. these teen girls in it who are just like the scenes are so just I don't know Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, it doesn't give you anything to look forward to. With this one, you had a lot to look forward to. You had the backstory, which was interesting, and then mm-hmm. and then you had the um, you know, the, but like I said earlier, I kind of felt like he was just going through the motions with the uh, normal part of the film, but. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the uh, the uh, Misfits uh, song in it. Halloween was actually playing it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Which Uh, we use as uh, the theme song here. Do you have the cover by Ron Hex?
1: The Ron Hex cover. There
2: it is.
3: I gotta say, in the land of like remakes and things, I actually like Ron's cover better than the original. Really? I really do. Yeah.
2: Okay. You know, we, I've actually got band-jig.
0: yeah, I've actually got emails. You know about that song. People were asking. You know, people actually from pretty big uh, websites were asking you know, about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're really impressed with the song.
1: That's the one and only Ron Hicks. Yeah, but uh,
0: to uh, you know, um, let's say here, um, coming to withoutyourhead.com. dot com. Um, whenever I get it done, and everything I taped him. You know, his band, the Ghoul Squad. They 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 did a, a gig here in Boston and uh we got lost and it was a whole story unto itself but the the actual the video of him you know in you know playing in in the club we're going to have it up on uh, withoutyourhead.com
1: i don't think we should give away the ending of the film i just can't no. feel myself doing that i right i just
3: no, that I feel, wouldn't that wouldn't be right yeah
1: i feel like it's totally wrong so yeah. mm-hmm. with that i think uh it's very uh, climactic ending I thought the girl who played Laurie Strode, she was pretty good. She
3: I thought was, yeah. she was very really good, yep. yeah.
1: yeah she, especially in that scene.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought that was good. Uh Donald, uh, the, um, ah, Malcolm McDowell, he's no Donald Pleasants, but he was good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I enjoyed Donald Pleasance's uh, mood throughout the That's, Hollywood. It's uh, Scout
0: movie. Taylor Compton who plays uh, Laurie Strode in the movie. Oh, really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, who's the kid?
0: He's going to, he you always have to put me on the spot because I'm not sure how you pronounce this <laughs> man, this, this boy's name, but it's uh, DAG FERCH. We'll
1: say. Oh,
0: wow. It's D A E G. His last name is F A E R C H. I probably totally mispronounced it, but, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Uh, but if it's any call, a, a call, consoling you. That's the word I'm looking for. Consoling Right. You, you did a great job. Well, oh, man. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I will say, well, like, you kind of hit that you, one. you
1: idiot, the kid.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, like, I, I,
0: from what I've heard, well, I don't know if I've heard enough, but, you know, Ridge, I've heard, uh, interviews with, um, Rob Zombie where he said, you know, he didn't know what people had to prove by, you know, doing these remakes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he did a remake himself. And, um,. But I kind of think, we don't want to give away the ending and whatnot, but I I do kind of think
1: he made that ending so he doesn't do a sequel. Yeah. He said, proved it to my wallet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when you said earlier, like, uh, the the remakes aren't all made by Rob Zombie, and I know some some people, even just on our board, like Ryron and stuff, they don't like Rob Zombie, Mm. but I I, I think even if you don't like his movies, I don't think Mm. you could say, like, the guy's not talented, or that he doesn't try to do something different, or That he doesn't, you know, he. I think his his movies are a step up, even if you don't if you don't particularly like them. I don't think you can say like, you can't watch them and just say you know this
1: man's got no talent. Well, at least I don't think. I'll, he I'll can. just say I want not cry myself to sleep if I couldn't get backstage at a Rob Zombie concert, but. Uh, <laughs> Still lined, didn't I? <laughs> oh, man. but but uh, I I enjoy the man's work. I enjoy his music. I enjoy uh I enjoy the films he's done. Not so much the first one, but uh, the last two he's done, I've enjoyed.
0: I thought they've been really good. Um, the first movie isn't my favorite movie. I actually really like it up until the ending. I think his last two have uh, to me proven that he is a uh, you know he's he's a he's a real filmmaker. He makes interesting movies that that I like that I enjoy to see and it's something different. There's a, there's a lot of stuff to them. Uh, Troy?
3: Um, I think like, I'll just say <clears throat> the original one had more of like probably a mood and a feel to it. Yeah, definitely. then this one did like more of like a suspense
2: to mm. it. Yeah.
3: But this one like, I, I, I loved like the changes and like, I just thought it was an all around really, really good movie. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I'd recommend it to anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you'd recommend it to anybody.
2: Wow! Robert didn't
0: say he doesn't like Rob Zombie, by the way. <laughs> but I, <I've, laughs>
2: he said on the show last, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like. <laughs>
3: oh, I messed.
0: <laughs> oh. He likes the music, but he doesn't like his
3: movies. (laughs) Okay, greetings from Camp Crystal Lake. This is Warrington Gillette, the original Jason Voorhees, wishing you, yes, a happy Friday 13th on withoutyourhead.com. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. You're you're nowhere
1: near getting it. And this is the last thing I need is this kind of stupid bullshit, man. (laughs)